The hosts of the Real Life Wellness Podcast are not licensed medical doctors, and this podcast is not a substitute for medical advice or any form of professional therapy, nor is it intended to diagnose, treat, prevent, or cure any illness or condition. All content and information in this podcast is created for informational purposes only. Please seek medical attention for matters relating to your health and never disregard the advice of a medical professional or delay in seeking it because of something you've heard on this podcast. Welcome to the Real Life Wellness Podcast with Mary Preston and Kisa Amaro, where we talk about different ways to integrate healthier habits into your life. Welcome back, friends. I'm Kisa Amaro, certified health coach, and I work with moms to help them get control of their food cravings without deprivation or complicated meal plans. Hello, I'm Mary Preston, a licensed marriage and family therapist, life coach, and the founder of the Goodbye Burnout for Healthcare Professionals program. If you're a healthcare professional, you should definitely jump into the Saying Goodbye to Burnout Facebook group. The link is in the show notes or just do a search on Facebook for the info. And if you have questions about any of our programs, the podcast, uh, anything about health and wellness, come join us in the Real Life Wellness Podcast with Marion Kisa Facebook group or just find us on social media. And join me for my five-day challenge each month where we cover a topic or issue that will help you lose your cravings. It's free to join. Just head over to my Lose Your Cravings Facebook group and join. Awesome. Well, let's get on to our topic of the day, which is we're talking about repairing relationships. Oh, in this episode, we will talk about deciding if you want to repair relationships that have suffered this year and how to create strong boundaries with those folks. All right. So um, I was laughing with Kisa earlier because in the in the creation of of writing this podcast, I was having a difficult time talking about originally it was supposed to be just repairing relationships. However, you know, thinking about it, I realized that there's probably some relationships that maybe we've decided we don't want to repair. So we've also incorporated that in. But this year has definitely been incredibly challenging in a variety of ways. One of the many challenges that 2020 brought was the increased arguments and division in politics with systemic racism and belief that the coronavirus even exists, masks, and plenty more. With the wind down of the year and the beginning of a new one, it's a great time to take a look at your relationships, your friendships, your romantic partnerships, and family members. Because in 2020, we got to hear everyone's opinions about everything. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) And in the process, many relationships became distant. Many folks decided to end communication altogether. Um, On the other hand, many people, because of the pandemic, have been kind of forced to maintain relationships with those around them. So kind of a weird year for, for relationships. Connection with humans is so important. And many had to figure out how to remain connected with those with like super different viewpoints. Mm-hmm. Um, so I encourage you to take a look at the last year. So um, if you're listening and you have an opportunity to sit down with a pen and paper and do some reflection about this year, it'd be really good to answer some of the following questions. So what relationships, if any, grew stronger this year? What relationships, if any, did I lose or became distant? Of those people that are currently in my circle, are there any that aren't healthy for me? And are there any relationships in my circle that I would like to strengthen? And 
I find this interesting. Growing up, I didn't realize that healthy relationships involve some work. Uh, Being intentional about creating relationships was a skill I didn't know that I actually needed. So, you know, I don't know about you, Kisa, right? But like elementary school through college and even beyond, I just basically became friends with the people around me, right? Like Mm -hmm. my schoolmates, like who's sitting next to me? You're now my best friend. Sweet. (laughs) Right. Yeah, it's like uh, people you did activities with or with, mm. or were in school with and just around too. Yeah. And I don't like, I had a couple of different jobs, my coworkers, they were like, you know, the coworker that you spend all of your time with. And mm-hmm. then, uh, and even when I left for college, I didn't realize it, but I didn't have the skill set to reach out to my high school friends. And this was folks, this was before the cell phone or like what mm-hmm. cell phones were like becoming a thing. Um, Yeah, but not people didn't really not everybody had them. Yeah, I was uh, I found an old wallet the other day and it had in my uh, my Sam's Club 100 minute phone card. (laughs) 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 So I could call my so I could call my family and friends. Right. Oh, I forgot about those. Yeah, that was the only way when I was when I was out at school, you know, you had to Mm -hmm. use the the public phone out in the out in the middle. Yep. And you had the phone card. (laughs) Use your phone card. Oh my gosh, I totally forgot about that. Anyway, I still had my hundred minute phone card. So that tells you how often I reached out to people. I don't think I did. (laughs) It's like too much effort. I don't know. Um, so the truth is I, you know, I I didn't prioritize them and you know, I didn't realize that if I didn't, I would end up kind of losing them, right? Like I just, mm-hmm. I think I just thought that they would, they would last, you know, easily mm-hmm. and naturally. And those relationships still exist, but they'll never be as strong because like, just for like, I don't know, school was about four years, right? And we didn't speak very much through those years. Right. And then we moved to Hawaii where I, again, like passively, right? Like within activities and work and whatever, met many wonderful humans And it wasn't until I became friends with someone who knew how to actively create experiences together. Uh, Mm -hmm. This is our our friend, Maya, that I realized I was missing out because I didn't reach out and I didn't do the inviting. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I was like, oh, somebody like calls everyone and asks them to come to a thing. And then you go to the things and then you spend time together and you like there's some some effort involved. Right. And that sounds so silly saying it out loud, but the truth is that I did not, I didn't have that skill set. I wasn't a natural at like maintaining relationships. Yeah. And I think Um, Maya had, that was like her thing was to gather us up and make us do things together, like hiking. Yeah, it was fantastic. And then Mm -hmm. she, so. Then she moved. Maya moved and then we all just didn't know how to do anything. (laughs) Like, what do we do? I don't know know how this works. (laughs) So, you know, all that being said, relationships take some work. Um, They involve being intentional and you got to kind of decide who's on your list and do what it takes to maintain that. So for those that you would like to strengthen relationships with, right? So before we we did our list of like people we want to strengthen relationships and maybe those that we want to let go. Um, reach out. This was one thing that I just like, it sounds so easy, but I'm going to say it because Mm -hmm. I needed somebody to tell me this, right. Or show me this, but reach out, like do, do the texting, do the, do the reaching out text or phone call. Mm -hmm. The lack of human interaction happening right now can make things very lonely. 
So take the time to reach out to anyone that matters, anybody on your list. Mm -hmm. And then also, and this is really specific to, I think the, the time we're in the pandemic, the, just all of the things going on in the world, be patient. Um, God, many people I talk to are just exhausted. It's like the kind of mental exhaustion that has us reading messages. I don't know if you, you've been doing this, Kisa, but just like, mm-hmm. I just put my phone down. Oh, yeah, definitely. And I read it and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, like I have a, a, a response maybe in mind or I'm like, yeah. I'll respond to that later. And sometimes I look at my phone and it's been days and I'm like, yeah, oops. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. So so being patient because it's really easy to misunderstand the meaning of this, right? Mm Because we we might think they don't want to talk to us anymore. Do I not matter to them? I think now is a time to be a little patient and not necessarily jump to conclusions because people are so exhausted. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, And then this is, again, this is very like current times related. You know, hopefully at some point somebody will be listening to this and this doesn't make any sense. Like hopefully in like a year, a year and a half, this is not a thing we have to do, but schedule video parties, make, right. Be, be the one reaching out, be the one to schedule a gather, a get together, a gathering. Um, It is not the same as in person, but the ability to see and speak to someone in real time makes a really big difference. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's really because I think text message, which is what, you know, text message or social media is what a lot of uh, communication is is happening right now, but mm-hmm. it's so passive, right? It's like, I can like say a thing and then not respond or not hear anything for another couple of hours, couple of days, right. but like being there in real time when like I say a thing and I can see how you're responding to it, huge difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And again, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully not too long from now, this doesn't make any sense. And you just go out with your friends. Exactly. <laughs> go out to dinner, to the just park. Take, right. At that point, if you're listening to this at that point, right, invite people to do things. Oh, I can't wait till that's a thing. Like you could go to yeah. dinner. You could go bowling. Right. Do things together. It makes a difference. Um, for those people on your list that have become divided, right? So these are the people in my mind, and I know not everybody is, you know, the same as me, but I kind of, for me, it's been Facebook where it's like, I just see people's opinions and the, like the anger behind them and the put downs and the meanness in some of the the communication. Right. And I, I think those are the people I mean, right. It's like, oh, I thought this was a person that I really knew and loved and seeing how they are communicating about things really it was a struggle. Mm-hmm. So really kind of asking yourself a couple of questions. Um, and I think for me, the, right. How big is the divide? You know, like what, it, is it possible that under the arguments you actually agree on important issues? Um, you know, for, for me, like family, family on Facebook, um, there's one or two that I'm like, I feel like underneath there's a, a an importance of family, right? There's right. there's some very there's some connecting points where it's like, okay, I'm not gonna like let this go totally, right? Right, right. Or is the divide so big that you're not gonna be able to be with each other? Mm-hmm. And how important is the relationship to you? 
you know, it's up to you. Some people decide purposefully to overlook big issues because the relationship is important to them for other reasons. That's fine. You get to decide. I think there's, there's a lot, a lot of opinions going on out in the world that we have to cut those people out. You know, Mm -hmm. I actually hear that quite a bit and I just don't see the purpose in that if it's someone that's important and there's a possibility that your relationship will continue to be an important relationship in your life, but totally up to you. I think there will be many opinions, but you get to decide ultimately. Yeah. And you might decide, right, based on those questions, like how big is the divide? Is like, do we actually have commonalities underneath or is it just like so big a divide that we can't come together on things? So you might decide to let someone go. Um, Mm -hmm. And I've had many clients this year make the decision to finally stop reaching out and fostering relationships that have historically been painful, toxic, super unhealthy. Um, I would just recommend, especially if it's someone who has been important to you previously, to seek out the support of someone who either like really loves you and understands or the support of a coach or a therapist as you make that a reality. Mm -hmm. Because knowing a relationship is unhealthy does not make the separation any less painful. Right. There is a lot of grief that comes along with letting, letting go somebody that, you know, has historically been important to you. Um, but then you might decide the relationship is important enough, right? So in this case, strong boundaries are important. So number one, get clear on your limits, right? We've, we've talked about boundaries. This is like the, the short and sweet version. We've got a whole podcast on boundaries, but this is the very important part. Get clear on your limits. We cannot tell other people what we are okay with and where the line is if we don't know. Right. Like, what are your rules about interaction? And then be clear about how you're going to react if they cross the line. So for example, if you use derogatory terms for other races, if you call the coronavirus the China virus, if you use nicknames like Pocahontas when you speak about politicians, I will end the conversation and I will refuse to further participate. <laughs> Number three, follow through. If you have said that you will not participate, leave the conversation. Hang up, leave the room, firmly state that you are done. <laughs> I'm getting presents from my daughter. I love it. That's fine. This is very, this is important. We're talking about relationships. Sometimes, right? Right? sometimes you have to pause and accept presents. <laughs> you do. And we're going to talk about that in our next We're going to talk about that in a minute. <laughs> so here's the thing. You know, like when I was talking about repairing relationships, I was like, man, you know, it seemed like such a simple topic at first. And then as I sat down to really write stuff down, it became more complicated. And the question, like, is it possible to repair these relationships after all that's happened this year? I don't know. You know, I think a lot has happened. I think yes to to some relationships, you know, where it's like, okay, obviously maybe we got carried away in the drama of what was happening or Maybe uh, I got really into QAnon and got swept up in some of the, you know, kind of exciting stories that were going on. And yeah, just the hype of it. Yeah, because, man, I could do a whole episode on QAnon and just like the psychology behind why it's so Mm. exciting and why it's so easy to participate in. And, Mm -hmm. you know, 
some people just got swept up and, and is it okay to just kind of like move past that? Is it just, you know, we've got different ideas on, you know, how to, you know, how to make things happen, but like underneath we have a lot of the same values or is it possible that these relationships are just like beyond repair because some things that were said over the year um, just went too far? I don't know. Right. Right. But the truth is if it's important to you, you have the right to make the effort. You Mm -hmm. do not have to cut anybody out that you're like, I kind of love them. So I want them in my life. Mm -hmm. But paying attention over time, right? Making sure that you're not putting yourself constantly in harm's way in order to keep it going. And I think that's the big one is just paying attention and being intentional about your relationships. Definitely. Yeah. So five tips to healthy relationships, really kind of a summary, summary of this podcast. Number one, decide on your list, right? Take the time to look at your, at your circle. Who's important to you? Who do you need to put in the effort for? Who can be let go of in your circle, if anyone? Number two, reach out to those that matter to you. This has become even more important with the separation caused by the pandemic. Three, be patient with those folks that maybe are feeling some pandemic depression, regular depression, Mm -hmm. or are just outright emotionally exhausted from everything going on. Definitely. Um, four, if you're ending a relationship, please get support. It's so hard. It's not easy. It's not just, I won't talk to you anymore. There's a lot that goes along with it. Yeah. And number five, if you are going to maintain a tricky relationship, please take the time to create a strong boundaries. And again, episode eight, I think it's eight. I don't know. I've said that so many times. Give it a listen. <laughs> we'll tell you more. It is pretty, pretty phenomenal. Yeah. It's a good one. Just mm-hmm. easier to refer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> well, thank you so much for sharing uh, those tips, Mary. And it's, you know, just as you're going through that, I was just kind of thinking about like, you know, answering those questions in my mind. Mm-hmm. And the one that really like stood out for me was the be patient. Cause I do have a specific friend in mind who is definitely having a difficult time yeah. with, everything that's going on and other things that are going on in their life besides, you know, just the pandemic. Yeah. Um, and it is, you know, it is hard at times, but yeah, I just need to be patient and we'll get through it and she'll figure things out and it'll be fine. Yeah. yeah <laughs> and I'll I think be there for her. Yeah. It's so easy to, when we, when we forget, you know, that there's so much going on, you know, because, you know, we're, I'm in my own life. I'm not in other people's life. And so I get very focused on what I'm going through from my perspective. Mm -hmm. And if a friend's not responding to me, it's really easy to be like, well, what about me? Right. (laughs) Which, (laughs) you know, it's kind of valid kind, except that it's really easy to believe that it's personal from their side, that they're, they don't care about me, whatever. And so many times right now, especially it's just like, probably not about you. Probably not. Yeah. And if it is, they're just maintaining the the circle of people that they can really manage handling right now. And I might not be a part of it sometimes. Yeah. That's all right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, alrighty, friends, that's all we've got for you today. Thank you so much for being awesome as always and listening in tune into our next episode where we're going to talk about the importance of being able to receive. 
So if you'd like to know more about us, if you have any questions or comments, head on over to our dedicated Facebook group. You can contact me on Facebook. I'm always on Facebook. Um, And you can contact Kisa at her website at www.kisaamaro.com. That's K-E-Y-S-A-A-M-A-R-O.com. Yeah. And if you know someone who you think would benefit from the information shared on our podcast, please share this episode with them. We want to extend our message to and support as many people as possible. And we need your help to get our message out. Yeah. And if you enjoy the show, we would love it if you would leave us an honest review on iTunes. Simply go to iTunes, search for the podcast page, hit the tab for ratings and reviews and click on write a review. That's it. Super helpful. Share away. (laughs) Bye. Bye.